Adult content intended for an adult audience only. All characters engaging in sexual relationships or activities are 18 years old or older. Contains explicit words, thoughts, and ideas. This story was found on a free website and brought to audio form here. I did not write and take no credit for this story. Please visit the link above to further support this writer. A Shepherd in France Chapter 06 by Bernd Redstone Daniel's enthusiasm and delight in the Louvre brought Ben's mood back from the dark place Margot's pain had taken it. He and the boy rushed from room to room examining the amazing works of art and historical artifacts. Daniel took pictures and made notes on his phone as he was working on a project for school and Ben helped him find the pieces he needed to document for his report. Gabriella's cheeks were hurting from grinning at their excitement. Miriam walked with her mother and exchanged smiles as they saw the two boys at play. Kat was grinning at Gabriella's happiness. She and her daughters were attracting as much attention as the displays. The four tall blonde beauties walking in a group through the museum might as well have been a moving art exhibit as tourists asked them to pause for photos frequently. Megan was starting to get annoyed by the attention so she and Lucy broke off from the group and agreed to meet up again at the main entrance in an hour. Sophia and Rachel drew their mother out into a main hallway to review the museum's floor plan to see where they'd been and where they had yet to go. It is true. There is more beauty moving through the museum than hangs on its walls, a voice said behind Catherine. She turned as did Sophia and Rachel to see a short, slim man in an immaculate suit. She immediately flashed to an image of her husband as this man had the same complexion and build. He had sharp but attractive features, dark eyes and a well-trimmed beard and hair. Catherine smiled and the man stepped closer. I am Rashid Shakir and the treasures of this establishment have paled now that I have witnessed your glory. Sophia and Rachel snorted and began to laugh. Catherine blushed in embarrassment. She thought the man's declarations were a little grandiose. Okay, over the top, but laughing at him was a little much, but she couldn't keep an amused smile from her own lips. Rashid looked at the women in surprise. He hadn't expected this reaction at all. He was highly offended. That is very kind of you to say. Thank you. I hope they haven't paled so much that you don't enjoy the rest of your visit. Catherine offered as she moved to lead her daughters away. Rashid wasn't used to being dismissed. He didn't like it. Especially from a woman. He reached out and roughly grabbed the wrist of the woman who'd spoken then hissed with surprise as she broke his grip and pushed him back. The smile in her eyes was gone and in its place was a fierce anger. Don't ever touch me again. She growled menacingly and all three women glared at him. His bodyguard Omar was immediately at his side and the women stepped back. Ben and Daniel were walking past on their way to the next room and the confrontation caught his attention. He looked over at Catherine and picked up the signal for help. His eyes went cold. You gentlemen need some assistance? He asked from behind them. Omar glanced over his shoulder and saw the scar which was standing out in stark contrast on Ben's grim expression. An odd expression of recognition flashed over the man's face. He spun in place and threw a punch. Ben stepped aside and connected with his own jab to the bodyguard's temple as the man swung by. He went down in a crumpled heap. Ben looked back at the smaller man just as he prepared to slash at Ben with a small wicked-looking blade. He jumped back to avoid the swing and Sophia nailed Rashid in the side of the head with her heel from her sweeping kick. Guards rushed into the hall followed by a familiar face. Detective Chanel Babineau had a look of savage glee on her face as she took in the two bodies lying at Kyrian's feet. She looked up into his eyes which were just now showing recognition. Detective Babineau? What are you doing here? He asked. Catching you breaking the law. She growled. What the hell are you talking about? We were accosted by these men. Ben merely defended himself against that big goon and my daughter took down the little guy with the knife. Catherine yelled in the face of Chanel who staggered back with a frozen look. 
She turned and fled as they watched in confusion. What the hell? Catherine exclaimed and looked back at Ben whose eyes were wide with surprise. One of the guards was listening to an earpiece. Apparently getting an update from the security office who reviewed the event from the recordings. They led Ben, Catherine, Sophia and Rachel to the office where they waited for the police. The bodyguard and his employer were moved to separate rooms. The police arrived quickly and immediately went to interrogate the short man and his bodyguard but they couldn't be found. The police were very upset about this and much shouting ensued between them and museum security. Not long after that Ben and his group were released. They met back up with the rest of their party and decided lunch would be a good way to unwind. They found a small restaurant Gabriella knew of and she managed to get a long table against the wall with a bench seat. Ben slid in until he was at the center of the table and Gabriella slid in on one side and Catherine slid in on his other. I'm so sorry, Ben. That escalated so quickly. Cat gushed. He took her right hand and kissed the back of it. Then he saw the bruises and welts on her wrist. His eyes went cold and flat again. Catherine and Gabriella exchanged worried looks. Ben, come back to us. Gabriella whispered into his ear and he blinked and turned to face her. Sorry, what did you say? He asked. She shook her head and gave him a kiss. He smiled at her. They ordered lunch and talked about what they'd seen in the museum. Ben and Daniel were gushing about some of the exhibits and Daniel showed off some of the pictures he took. In the afternoon they visited the Musée d'Orsay to view the classics then the National Museum of Modern Art for a taste of art's more modern flavor. They cabbed it over to finish the day with a visit to the National Museum of Natural History to take in the splendor of nature. They all agreed that stuffing that much culture into one day may have been overreaching but they thoroughly enjoyed themselves. Exhausted they cabbed back to the hotel and retired to their rooms for a short snooze to recharge. Chanel was back at her table under the umbrella in the sidewalk cafe across from the Imperial Suites Hotel. She clasped her hands together to still their trembling. After the disaster in the Louvre she'd walked for hours trying to get her head straight. The woman who looked and even sounded like her Isabel wasn't Isabel no matter how close the resemblance. She had to get that through her head. She wouldn't be able to catch Tyrion if she ran away every time the woman appeared at his side. She looked around again as she felt eyes on her. She'd felt it off and on all day. Considering her meltdown earlier it wasn't surprising her nerves were on edge. Chanel looked at the hotel once more. She'd seen Kyrian and his party returning to the hotel and now she waited for him to come out to play. Night was when the butcher was most active. She'd catch him tonight. There was a knock on Ben's door and he answered it wearing only his socks and dress pants. His hair was still wet from the shower as he'd slept through his alarm and was scrambling to get ready. Catherine was in the hallway wearing a daringly short, strapless gold dress which shimmered even in the subdued lighting of the hall. Ben stood there looking at Catherine until he finally was able to speak. My God, you're lovely! Catherine beamed him a brilliant smile and pushed him into his room. Finish getting dressed. Our dinner reservations are for nine so we don't have much time to get there, she said admiring his powerful torso. She was looking forward to seeing more of that tonight. Ben went back into his bedroom and moments later returned with his dress shirt on. The evening was very warm and Catherine had informed him a tie was not needed for this particular establishment, so he was ready. He slipped on his shoes and followed Catherine out and down to the lobby. They went outside and caught a taxi which drove them along the Seine until they reached their destination. It was close to the Eiffel Tower so they planned to visit after dinner. The rooftop restaurant was romantically lit and had a lovely view of the Seine and the city beyond. Once more Ben was captured by the beauty of his dining companion who was soaking in his attention. That dress looks incredible on you, Ben exclaimed. Later you can see how it looks off of me. She teased and his grin widened. 
A year ago if someone had told me I would be sitting in a rooftop restaurant in Paris dining with such a beautiful woman I would have laughed in their face. It still feels like a dream, Ben said with wonder in his voice. It feels like that to me as well, Ben, she said and reached across the table to hold his hand. The meal was delicious and the wine cat had made her a little giddy so afterwards they walked arm in arm over to the Eiffel Tower to get some fresh air. Ben bought tickets then they got in line and eventually made their way up to the top level. Cat walked up to the edge and looked out at the city which was spread out before her. She felt Ben press against her back and his big arms went around her. She felt so safe and loved. She never felt this way with Ashraf. It had been exciting in the early years until she'd come to realize she was more of a possession to him than a partner. With Ben, she felt like an equal. Her mind went back to earlier that day when she'd been confronted by that bodyguard. Ben had looked to her to see if she wanted help instead of assuming she did and had responded immediately when she looked to him for it. No questions asked? Completely in sync. She hugged his arms tighter against her body, and he kissed her cheek. She turned in his arms and captured his lips with hers. Her tongue slipped into his mouth, and he caressed it with his. She felt him respond as a pressure began to press against her leg. She rubbed herself against him, and he gasped. He pulled back and looked at her with a hot look in his eyes. You'd better stop that or they are going to arrest us for having sex on the top deck of their tower he growled quietly to her. Let's go back to the hotel, she gasped. He nodded and led her back to the elevators. It took some time as there was still a crowd but eventually they were back on the ground. Cat had kept Ben stiff by rubbing her ass against his groin in the elevators and while they waited in line. He'd almost hoisted her over his shoulder to take the stairs down from the second floor but she'd promised to stop teasing him. A promise which lasted until they got into the elevator. To teach Catherine a lesson Ben didn't walk her towards the taxi stand as she wanted but instead aimed in the direction of the beautiful park behind the tower. It was dimly lit and well suited for a romantic stroll. She took his arm and they set off. Chanel caught sight of her quarry as they exited from the tower's elevators. It looked like the woman wanted to go to the taxi but Kyrian was dragging her towards the dark park. This was it. He was going to drag her into the darkness and kill her. The monster wouldn't win this time though. Chanel was going to be there this time. She stepped through the crowd and crossed to the dim path following the seemingly happy couple. Fifty feet behind her a shadow followed. I'm sorry, Ben. I didn't mean to tease you so much. Catherine whimpered. Oh, I think you were having too much fun to stop. He replied. She pouted and looked up at him. God, she was so horny. While she was teasing Ben the feel of his thick cock against her ass supercharged her own desire. He stopped on the path and pulled her against his chest and kissed her deeply. Her lips were so soft and warm and her tongue felt so good in his mouth. She felt him surge in his pants and she moaned with need. There was a brief scream which was cut off and Ben's head snapped up. He let go of Catherine. Go! was all she said and he was off. Chanel was walking up the darker side of the path keeping Kyrian in her sights when she felt the attacker behind her. She threw herself to the side with a scream but a foot caught her in the stomach and the wind left her lungs. She yanked her gun out but it was slapped away and spun off up the path into the darkness. She jumped back as best she could with no breath in her lungs and a knife plunged into her chest up near her right shoulder then a fist caught her on the cheekbone knocking her flat onto her back. Her head hit the ground hard and stars exploded in her vision. When they cleared she looked up and finally saw her assailant. A beam of street light cut across his face. Dark curly short hair, dark complexion, square face with dark eyes, a crooked nose, thin cruel lips now turned up in a sneering grin. A big man but not as big as the man she followed. Then she saw the scar. It crossed both cheeks bisecting his nose. Not as straight as the one on the man she'd been following. Kyrian. She wheezed quietly, 
eyes wide with shock. I hear you've been looking for me, Babino. He growled. How did Dash? I pay attention to those who hunt me. Besides that cunt Isabel called out your name as I gutted her. Chanel snarled and struggled to get back up, but he kicked her in the chest, and she went down hard again. She was looking at the stars as a streak flew over her body. There was a loud grunt and the sound of thumps, skin striking skin and hisses of pain. She tilted her head up and saw the man she'd been following fighting with Kyrian. They seemed evenly matched but Kyrian had a knife and had scored a number of slashes on his opponent's arms and one on his chin. Kyrian's left eye was swollen shut and his nose was smashed flat and bleeding but that deadly knife kept flashing this way and that and the man was struggling to avoid it. Then he stepped on a discarded wine bottle and fell backwards, going down with a thump. Before Kyrian could take advantage there was a loud noise. Bang, bang, bang. Three rapid shots rang out. Kyrian staggered back and dropped the knife. He was looking up the path and his eyes went wide as his mouth dropped open like he was trying to say something. Then the light faded in his eyes and he fell, dead before he hit the ground. Chanel looked over her shoulder and the blonde woman was walking towards her carrying her gun. She handed it back to Chanel then hustled over to the big man who was just now sitting up. Are you okay? She asked him. He nodded then looked over at Chanel. You okay? He asked. Chanel was stunned. He sounded genuinely concerned. Yes, uh, he stabbed me but it's not bleeding too much. Listen, when the police get here, tell them I shot Kyrian Rapeva. It will prevent a lot of legal headaches if it was me and not a civilian. The woman nodded. Chanel wiped her gun down and put it back in her holster. What did you learn to shoot like that? The man said to the blonde. My dad. He was a sergeant in the army and made sure mom and I knew how to use a gun, just in case. Lights began to flash and sirens approached. Soon they were surrounded by police. Ambulances were called and they were whisked off to the hospital under police guard. The doctors stitched the larger gashes closed and taped the smaller ones. All told Ben had eight more small scars including the one on his chin. Nothing major but they gave him something for the pain and it made Ben very woozy. They moved him to a bed in a semi-private room for the night as the hospital was busy. They were met in the room by Inspector Boucher. Mr. Shepard, you have a knack for being in the wrong place at the right time, he joked. Good evening, Catherine. That is a most lovely dress. Good evening, Inspector. Thank you, she said. Please call me Antoine. Now I understand our detective Babineau has you to thank for her life, he said. As we have her to thank for ours. Kyrian Rapeva was going to kill Ben when he fell during the fight but she stopped him. Catherine said. There is still a question of why the detective was there. He said. She believed Ben was Rapeva and couldn't be convinced otherwise. She must have been following us all week. Cat replied. And Rapeva was following her. She was damned lucky. The wound she received just missed a major artery. She'll be coming out of surgery soon. It's been a very busy night. Please enjoy the rest of your stay in Paris. Hopefully it will be less eventful. He smiled and left them. Catherine, you saved my life tonight. Detective Babino may be getting the credit for it, but we both know it was you. I don't know how to express my gratitude for that, Ben said with a serious expression on his face. His words were slightly slurred, but his sincerity was clear. She smiled down at the man. She leaned over him and they kissed tenderly, and her toes tingled. From her dad's training she knew her reaction to the shooting would set in later. She'd call him when she got back to the hotel then call on Gabriella to talk it out. She didn't want Ben to worry about it so she deflected. This wasn't exactly the bed I was hoping to get you in tonight. Cat teased Ben who smiled sleepily. The door opened and a gurney was wheeled into the room and placed next to the empty bed beside Ben's. 
The orderlies moved the patient over onto the bed and pulled the sheets over her. The nurse confirmed her four was still connected and working then left in a rush. It was the detective. They put her in here with me? Ben asked groggily. The inspector said the hospital was very busy. You wouldn't put a police officer in a ward as there may be criminals there that might recognize her. Catherine explained. You watch too many cop dramas on TV. He mumbled. Why don't you catch some sleep? I'll come back in the morning to pick you up. She suggested. I love you, Catherine. He said with a smile. I love you too, Ben. And he was out.